You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Client Appraisal, and your host of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Will I ever get my payroll protection money? That's a question a lot of small business owners and independent contractors and other people are asking right now. The payroll protection program has been in place. Uh, the earliest was April 3rd. People could apply for businesses. And then April 10th, a week later is, I think that's right, April 10th, is when um, independent contractors could apply. And a ton of people have applied but haven't heard back. So I'm going to kind of do an update on this podcast of where I'm at with my PPP loan and then give you some information of research that I found in my experience talking to other small business owners of what they are experiencing. So because there's been such massive demand by all of these businesses that are shut down, the government's basically doing round two, 2.0 stimulus package, specifically to do with the payroll protection uh, program. So right now, on Tuesday, today is Thursday, April the 23rd. Um, On Tuesday, the Senate approved an additional coronavirus relief package. The bill is expected to be signed into law sometime this week, maybe right now. I think it's uh, the Senate has passed it. We're waiting for it to be in place in front of the House. But the House is getting a deep cleaning right now. So that's the House of Representatives. So uh, nothing's going on there. But sometime later this week, and then the government or the um, president... Uh, Trump has indicated he will sign the bill. So the program, the original payroll protection program, ran out of the initial $349 billion last in 13 days, and that was on March uh, 16th. They basically just, boom, our money is allotted. We're not taking any more applications. So this time, small businesses uh, might have a better chance at receiving funding. And I'm going to go into some examples of some small businesses, and we'll talk about that. The new bill provides $30 billion specifically for community lenders, small banks, and credit unions. An additional $30 billion will be allocated for medium-sized banks and credit unions. So you've got a, a total of $60 billion that's been allocated for lenders with less than $50 billion in assets. So uh, if you have applied and you haven't heard anything or you haven't gotten anywhere, the thing you might t- uh, take a look at is go to a small community bank or a credit union, somebody smaller. So don't think Chase, don't think Wells Fargo, think somebody local. And you might have a much better chance there. And I've got a couple of examples of people who have done just that. They've gone from Wells and they've gone to a small community lender and they've gotten uh, much better service and much better timing. So each of these entities, each of these big banks or small banks gets allotted so much in funding and then they just you know, fill applications up as much as they can. And so you might have better luck with a small lender in this case. So in my case, I applied on the 4th of April and I've got a, and, and that was uh, for uh, business payroll, basically. That's, that's what we're talking about. I got a notification from the Small Business Administration. Congratulations, your loan application was approved. I've got an SBA number. I've got an approval. I've got an approval amount up to. And then it basically says, so what's next? You'll be notified one of the lender's underwriters for any additional documents and underwriting needs. All right, cool. The lender needs you to respond as quickly as possible to any additional requests to avoid the final 
final approval of funding being delayed. Once final approval is determined, the lender will send closing documents and gather final signatures. This may take a few days because the lender needs to go through each file one by one. Per the SBA guidelines, the lender has up to 10 days from the approval to fund the loan. That's good. Um, during these 10 days, they will perform final underwriting and ensure the loan amount is correct and does not need to be adjusted. This will also do a check for fraudulent activity. So that sounds good. So, and I've had text conversations. We applied with Lendio, which was a lending platform that we saw, Darian Dunstan, social media guy, he saw on CNBC. So we decided, uh, I don't have a strong uh, at the time, my bank that I have all my business accounts with and my personal accounts, which was Boeing Employee Credit Union, it was kind of unclear to me whether or not they were doing SBA loans because typically they are not an SBA lender is, is what I could figure out. So we went with basically a, a broker and they've hooked us up with Ready Capital and then Ready Capital is out of New Jersey. Don't know anything really about Lendio, although we have seen some pretty good reports uh, with their name in them. And then Ready Capital, I know nothing about. But without a strong relationship, we're kind of just rolling the dice to see where it would go. And um, so far, so good. I'm not complaining. They've been very good about uh, keeping us up to date. I have a contact. Her name is Kenzie. She texts me with updates now and then. They have wanted a couple of different things, and I've given them that. Basically, now I'm kind of in the holding pa uh, pattern. Um, and my initial thought was, Nobody really knows how all this funding is going to go, so you just have to be patient. But what you do want to know is that you're in the queue somewhere. If you're a small business and your state is shut down, you want to know kind of where you're at. So Lendio's done a great job of letting us know, hey, here's where you sit. But now we're kind of at that final stage of, all right, what am I waiting for? And what you're waiting for is just billions of dollars to go through a program that um, was basically put together in the last month. All of this is so quick and so fast, and it involves so many bodies, and it involves you know federal government basically throwing these bills out, and hey, let's get this going, because we need more money to these people. And I don't think it was a big surprise that the money ran out for these payroll protection program. And, um, and I'll also be talking about, hey, what if money runs out again? So we've got $60 billion to smaller lenders that is going to be going out. I'm not going to get into the specifics of the payroll protection program because I've already done a podcast on that. So a question that I'm being asked all the time right now is, my bank never responded to the application I filed before the initial $349 billion was exhausted. Should I apply again? So the reason I'm doing this podcast now is that I think we are super close to having the next 300 and whatever billion go in place. Um, and applications from the first time around, those will get funded. A lot of those will get funded with the second round of funding, but there will also be new, new applications accepted. So if you thought you missed it on the first one, apply now. That's kind of the advice I'm giving to people. I'm not a payroll protection guy specialist. I don't I've just been through the process and I've done a lot of research, both both for the podcasts and to help other small business owners. So my bank never responded to the application I filed before the initial $349 billion was exhausted. Should I apply again? And the answer was basically yes. Nearly 80% of the small businesses that applied for a loan were still waiting for an answer as of April 17th. That was the day after the initial $349 billion was uh, taken up. 
So 80% of businesses that applied for this that need the money, most eight out of 10, most all those people are still waiting. Now, a lot of those have been funded since then. We're filming now on April 23rd. So a week has gone by. I've heard of multiple businesses that have gotten funding. My buddy Dan Flitch, who I've had on this podcast, who owns two bars, he got funding earlier this week on Monday, and then he got funding on for another uh, for the second one of his bar on Wednesday. That's a guy who really needs funding because those businesses are super hard hit when you shut down because they have no ability other than some takeout orders. When you're a bar and most all your income is dependent upon having a location that's open. Um, and you've got massive expenses, those are the businesses that really need it. Not the Shake Shacks of the world, not the Ruth Chris house. Um, And I know, I think Harvard School just gave back their $10 million loan. So, and these are loans up to $10 million. And there is funding for businesses above and beyond that, but I'm not really focusing on that. I'm focusing just basically on small businesses. So yes, if you... And these loans are a first come first service. So if you didn't get and if you don't really know where your loan is on the first go around, do some research, check out some other places, maybe check out some other SBA lenders, look through your own bank accounts first, see who you do business with. And see if there's somebody else that you might have a contact with. Maybe even look through your LinkedIn, look at your Facebook. Oh, yeah, hey, I know that guy. He works at this bank. See if you have an in anywhere. Because these lenders know that they have to help people. This is, you know, these are going through SBA, which is Small Business Administration. And everybody's in need of a loan right now. So people are looking to help other people. But there's just been such a massive run on this program that that's why we are, you know, a couple of weeks in, we're already looking at the second round of funding from the federal government. So the answer is yes, go ahead and apply for um, uh, apply for the loan. So after the initial $349 billion was exhausted, many banks continue to process applications that they plan to submit once the program receives more funding. So you need to be able to get in line with, with that. So get your, prog- your, uh, your application in if you haven't already. Industry officials have said they expect the money to be f- spent faster this time because we kind of know the process. We know the drill. That money's going to go out super quick. And potentially in just a few days. So since so many applications will be submitted at once, also kinks in the program that slowed the application process initially have largely been worked out. So you're going to see some more liquidity in this program. I think you're going to see some more funding, but it's going to go quicker. Um, So the kinks that have been worked out, officials are basically saying should speed the process. Economists at the Bank of America have said the program may ultimately need to close a trillion dollars to help all eligible small businesses. So right now we're at 349. You're going to add another 300 and whatever billion. We're still under, well under a trillion. But yeah, I think I think you could go way above a trillion by the time we get everything, all the money out to people that really need it. So here's a question that I thought was really interesting that a lot of people are asking, hey, what about the fact that my employer is going to get a payroll protection program, but I'm on an unemployment? Why should I do that? 
Why do I want to help my employer out? Should I be, you know, what's the deal here? And this is a question that I thought was really interesting and applies to a lot of people. It was in the Washington Post. My wife works for a daycare business that that has been closed by order of the state during the coronavirus pandemic. She was collecting unemployment, including the extra $600 a week provided by the federal government under the CARES Act but then received an email that day uh, that the daycare had been approved for a loan under the payroll uh, paycheck protection program. She was told to stop claiming unemployment benefits as she would be paid her regular salary. Now the worker, now the employer is making her work online a few hours a week via video and do busy work. Isn't the PPP paying people not to work? That's kind of the question that I think a lot of employees have and they're trying to figure out what the deal is. So here's kind of the answer. The PPP enacted another coronavirus aid, relief, and economic act offers an eight-week loan to small businesses affected by the coronavirus pandemic. For example, businesses like your wife's daycare that have been deemed as non-essential in order to close, that's the goal of the program. It's to keep employees on the payroll so you don't go on the already swollen unemployment rolls. And also, it'll be easier to ramp up operations when the business can fully open back up. The company can still choose to use payroll protection program funds to pay that employee, even if the employee is not actually performing real work. What are they doing? Are they doing fake work? Uh, No, but they're doing busy work that isn't necessarily generating them income. And why is that a good idea? So it doesn't mean that the loan is designed to pay people not to work. This is the answer. If the employer is tasked to need doing, even if that seems pointless, it can certainly require employees to do them if it's paying them for their time. So the bottom line is, is it's keeping and giving employers the ability to retain employees for when we do crank back up. This is kind of a bridge loan. Even if you're being asked to do some what you foresee as mindless work, you're doing something and the you're going to have a job after is the whole point you get the payroll protection program and your employer needs to spend 75 percent of the money that they're getting on payroll and then there's a number of other criteria that you have to spend the money on and it uh, i think june 30th or june 31st is when this program is basically essentially over and then it's, it, the app operates like a grant. The PPP operates like a grant. And then businesses will be able to, initially it kind of comes in as a loan, a 1% loan is the interest rate. But then it becomes a grant if the employer meets all the criteria. And one of the big criteria of that is they need to prove when this is all over that they've still got the number of employees on the payroll that they had in February and March. That's kind of a broad generalization of the program, and there's lots more detail to it. But the bottom line is, is if you're being asked to do some meaningless stuff, that's because your employer needs to be able to prove, hey, I am doing my best to employ all of these people. Now, the big thing with like my buddy Dan, who has two bars, is that he is being asked to spend money on payroll when he doesn't have a bar that can be open. So he's doing takeout at both both of his bars and his off the rail bar starts today that's in Bellevue here in Bellevue and he's doing taco Thursday because that's his uh, cook's best dish 
So if you're in the Bellevue or Seattle area, head off to Off the Rails and get some tacos on Thursday. They're also doing pre-mixed drinks in a clear container, and then they're handing you a to-go bottle, one of those little tiny bottles you get on the airplane of hard alcohol. That's how you make up their mixed drinks. So that's kind of their solution, and that is legal by Washington standards. You can sell, restaurants can sell closed containers, sealed containers of alcohol. So that's what's going on there. So there are some businesses that are open but are not doing a ton of business because their business model doesn't really work when they're not fully open like a bar that sells alcohol so there's some stuff going on there now some of the things that i've heard about is all the money has been taken out of the program because these big lenders have this concierge treatment of their big borrowers and those are the people that got all the loans I think there probably is some of that, and big lenders have the discretion to work with whomever they want. Should all those people get all the money? No, but they're probably getting some money, and from what the accounts I can see is that of the $349 billion, about $365 million went out to some publicly traded companies that um, yeah, they were eligible for the money. All right. If they get all of the money, yeah, that's going to make some people upset, but I don't think that's the case. Here is an interesting article and some really interesting information I came up with from an attorney who his specialty is basically working with employers. Um, my law firm has consulted, and his name is Matt Sorensen. He's an attorney. My law firm has consulted with more than 100 clients on PPP loans. And one trend we have noticed is that clients who work with community banks have had more success in getting their PPP loans approved and funded kind of what we're talking about. A couple of examples from two small business owners with fewer than 10 employees is illustrative of what's going on. A landscaping and maintenance company client in Midland, Texas, that is just north of Dallas, I believe, banked with a small community bank, Community National Bank, and was able to get his PPP loan funded by uh, five days after his application was submitted. So super quick. After hearing other business owners complain of getting no feedback or response from larger national banks, he chose the community bank where he had an account and knew some of the staff. Another example would be a building contractor client in Salt Lake City, Utah, who was not even allowed to apply and was instead put on a wait list to submit their PPP loan by Wells Fargo who was their regular bank. But instead of waiting, the business owner chased down an old friend who was a branch manager at a small credit union to see if they could assist. The credit union had the PPP loan approved and funded within three days. Wells Fargo, who had regulatory issues in issuing PPP loans past $10 billion, was still not even taking applications at this point. If you have a pending PPP loan application at a large bank, and this is what the, this attorney is recommending, if you have an application to a large bank where you have no idea of your status or if you've even applied yet for the Paywall Protection Program, you should consider using a community bank or smaller financial institution instead and get your application submitted before the House votes on Thursday. That's right now today. So that's why we're doing this podcast. And we'll hopefully have this out just as soon as we can. As I would expect the newly approved funds to be gone with a matter of days. So funding is going to be super quick. Um, so that's about it. There is going to be an additional $10 billion for economic injury disaster loans, but I'm not really focusing on those. I am basically focusing on the payroll protection program because that allows up to $10 million 
and it allows for businesses to get a loan that can be converted into a grant and it offers the most money. It's basically two and a half times your payroll, but if you're a small business owner, you already know that. So now I'm going to uh, I'm going to kind of get into some some stats of where that 349 billion went so you get an idea of what's being paid out. So of the 349 billion as of the 16th of uh, April there had been 1.661 million loans done of which 342 billion was paid out and that was over almost 5,000 different lenders throughout the United States 4,975. The big loans that went out were state of California had 33 billion, Florida had 17 billion, Illinois had 15 billion, Massachusetts 10, Minnesota 10, or no, Michigan 10, New York 20, and then Washington was kind of down on the list at 6.9 billion, and then Pennsylvania also had a big one at 28 billion. And then other states had like four, five, six billion across the board. So it was a pretty even spread, and a lot of the money went to the bigger states with more businesses. So it kind of made sense. What did the loans look like? 75%, uh, or no, 17% of the loans were under 150 grand. The average loan size was $206,000. Now, that might sound a lot to, to folks who aren't used to working with payroll, but you can chew through a quarter million in payroll in a heartbeat if you have a medium-sized company. Not even a big, small business, but a medium-sized business. So a couple hundred grand, that goes like overnight. If you are already behind a month and you need to catch up and you've got a couple of months out in front of you, or maybe you've got a month out, like we think we're all still out here in Washington, um, as going back to business and you're trying to hold your business together, a couple hundred grand is not that much money. It's actually pretty small. So of the $150,000 loans, there was 1.2 million of them approved and they had about $58 billion worth of funding. And then the percentages went down from there. So loans that were between 350 and a million, that comprised about a quarter of all the loans, 23%. Loans over 5 million comprised about 9%. So not a lot, but a, a fair uh, percentage of them. And of the loans that were over 5 million, there was about $30 billion done. The, the most money was spent on loans between 350000 and a million, and that had $80 billion in funding. So I don't see any great discrepancies here. I think it's kind of across the board. And the sectors that those went out to, just going to read you off the top five, and you can look this up on the SBA website. Uh, the top five sectors that the SBA loans went out to on the PPP were, number one, construction, professional scientific and technical services. Number three was manufacturing. Number four was healthcare and social assistance. And number five was accommodation and food services to so restaurants. Um, my industry real estate was down number 10 or 11. Um, and our, we got 10 million. The number one industry construction got 40, just about 45 billion. 
Um, and that makes sense because they are a massive industry with a lot of payroll and some big overhead. And here in the state of Washington, those guys will get phased back in, but they're just flat not working unless you're working on a conveniently uh, governmental project. So um, that's it. So that is about it on the payroll protection program update. If something happens where the second round of funding doesn't happen, I'll do a quick update on that, but expect to see that happen in the next couple of days. Maybe by the time you're watching this, it's already happened, but the information I'm giving out right now is uh, relevant as of right now today. This is a super quick moving uh, situation, so if you haven't got your money, if you're in line, check to see where you're at with your application, log on to wherever you did, check to see your application. There isn't anything new there. Uh, because so much of this is just, it's a moving target. You don't really know what the deal is. So you got to pay attention, be ready to, to move quickly. And so with all of you out there, best of luck getting those loans funded. Um, whatever I can do, hit up me up in the comments on YouTube. If you're watching this up on YouTube, I'll answer what questions I can. But hang in there is the bottom line to so many of the small businesses that are looking for funding because so many people are hurting. You are not alone and I think funding will come through. I think you're going to have a third, even a fourth round of funding on this because you can't just say, oh, if you didn't get it in the first couple of rounds, you're out of luck. You're going to have to fund this. The federal government's going to need to stick with this as well, and it's going to go in rounds. So round two, hopefully a lot more people will get funded. All right. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds Decline Appraisal, and the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube, listening on the podcast platforms. We're doing a daily podcast, so tune in for information regarding the shutdown and everything else that's going on. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. All right. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.